We're starting some in Reish Mem Tes, Dinim Hashiachem Lerev Shabbos. We'll be discussing giving yourself enough time when you're traveling on Friday. We'll also get into the question of having a meal on Friday. Um, but for now, though, we'll do Sif Aleph. And we'll see that the, the main halach of Sif Aleph is not as relevant nowadays. The Mechaber will be dealing with the concern of not giving yourself enough time to prepare for Shabbos or if you're going to someone else's home and they're not, they're not aware of your arrival, they're not going to have enough food for you. But we will see in the Mishnah of Vura, um, really a side halacha that is much more applicable and something that we all need chizik in. As a brief background to this sif, I'd like to share with you some of the measurements of some of the shirim we've been discussing up until this point, and I will continue to do so. Just to have a basic idea in our minds when we say the words like parsa and mil and amma, to know pretty much what that means. A parsa is 8,000 amos. A mil, one mil is 2,000 amos. Right? So there are four mil in a parsa. And to make these uh, more relevant, more practical, how, how long is an amma? So an amma is six tefachim. Ramosha says that a tefach is 3.6 inches. So if there's six tefachim in the amma, that means an amma, according to Ramosha, is 21.6 inches. Um, to make that, to calculate that for a mil, if a mil is 2,000 amos, so that would be 21 and a half inches times 2,000, that gives you 43,200 inches. Uh, to make that into feet divided by 12, that's 3,600 feet in one mil. So just to put this in perspective, a mile is 5,280 feet, right? 5,280 feet. A mill is 3,600 feet, so a mill is about seven-tenths of a mile. And think of a parsa, we said, right, if, if one mill is 2,000 amos and one parsa is 8,000 amos, that means there are four mill in one parsa. So if a mill is about seven-tenths of a mile, a parsa is four times that. That would be about 14, not about, that would be exactly 14,400 feet, which would equal... Uh, 2.7 miles. So that's some of the basic background. Um, a mill, how long does it take to walk a mill? We're going to see in Reish, Samach, Aleph, there are different opinions, but generally we pass in 18 minutes. 18 minutes to walk a mill. Um, and therefore, a parsa would be 72 minutes. It's interesting to note, I remember reading one time that uh, a leisurely walk, a person takes about 115 to 120 steps per minute, and therefore their mile is about 18 minutes. Uh, anyway, so that's some of the background here for the, uh, the Mechaber. Now let's read them inside. One should not travel on Friday more than three parsos. So if a parsa is 2.7 miles, that means you really should not go more than about eight miles. In order to have enough time to get back home, and to prepare for Shabbos. Whether going to someone else's house or to your own home. This is all though in a case where you were presently, you could prepare for Shabbos. But if you find yourself in a situation where you can't prepare for Shabbos, or you're presently in a place that's not secure, it's dangerous, then mutter leilach afilu kama parsos, then you'd be allowed to travel even many parsos. 
If you send the word, you send message to people that you're going to be staying with them for Shabbos, then then you'd be allowed to travel many, many parsos because they know you're coming and they have ample time to prepare. Let's see the Mishnah Baruch who really explains the concern of the Machaber. Sifkat and Aleph. From the beginning of the day, which is the first third of the day, because the normal person can walk 10 parsos a day. And based on our math, uh, this makes a lot of sense. If one mil is 18 minutes and there's four mil in a parsa, parsa is 72 minutes. So that means if you have 720 minutes in a day, right, within 12 hours, you divide that by, by, uh, by 72, that's 10. So your average person can walk up to 10 parsos a day. If you're traveling on a wagon or on a horse, therefore you're going a lot faster. You can go many more than three parsos up until a third of the day. The Bach is mashma that he's lenient when you're traveling in a wagon. Lisa, if you do after chatzos hayom, to be traveling even after chatzos, ubelvad sheyamad lishpos bod hayom gadol b'kadesh yuchalach in sarcheshabs. And however, you just have to make sure you're stopping where you still have plenty of time to prepare for Shabbos. Sifkat and beis lebeiso, hainu lemakom sheshovei sham. That's the place where you're staying for Shabbos. Sifkat and gimel sheholech lebeiso, va'avshu mechavein. Even though you want to go back home for Shabbos because there's more Oneg Shabbos, however, we don't want you to travel more than three parsos because maybe the people at your home are not aware of your arrival. They're not going to prepare enough for you. Nowadays, and at least these places where we live, People always have a lot of food for Shabbos. People are not concerned for this chashash. Whether or not you're going home or you're going to someone else's house, people prepare, we're not as concerned. I found many achronim that write, Now this is the side halacha we mentioned, which is really a lot more relevant to all of us. The etzim malach of having enough time to prepare and surprising your, your b'nei beso or surprising someone else is not as nogei b'smanazeh because, number one, like the Mughal of Ram says here, people have a lot of food for Shabbos. And number two, for sure, nowadays, we have telephones and we have ways of contacting people to let them know. The main issue in Sif Aleph is what the many achronim are telling us, you have to be so careful not to travel Friday afternoon close to nightfall. You think you have enough time and um, it should only take you an hour and 45 minutes to get to, to Mansi and you leave with two hours, right? I'm fine, but then there's traffic. And it could come to Chilul Shabbos, Chas V'Sholem, Kibal, Ushpiza, or Afil Bebeso. Now he's not talking about you on the road, but he's saying, let's say, uh, the person that you'll be staying by, or people in your own home, Kishibos Somach L'Shabbos, Mosif and L'Vashel Bishvilo, Mechal and Shabbos, 
They see you're coming in, it's right before Shabbos. They might cook more food even on Shabbos. And oftentimes, you totally miscalculate, or there's a lot more traffic than expected. And uh, you're not arriving at your house or the, uh, the hotel until it's already dark. And there's so many, so many things that could happen where you could be Mechal Shabbos with caring, with uh, traveling outside the Tchum, with Shvisa Behemto. Therefore, we should always be thinking, be Roes and Olad. And uh, even if that means staying in a small village, but don't let the Yetzahara fool us. Don't let it deceive us and tell us, oh, you have plenty of time and it's smooth traveling. Don't allow that to happen. If you did get into a situation where you're traveling and it's coming to nightfall, now it's been hashmashos. So you're out, you're off your wagon, or nowadays you're out of your car, the car is parked, and you're within the tchum of the city, then mutter l'haluch b'socha, then you'd be allowed to travel within the city, like we'll see in Simon Tov Yudvav. V'tzarech leirad me'agala v'sus, you have to get off your wagon or your horse, ayin simen reish samachvav, v'sham yivor im yertza Hashem. So the main hazara, the main caution that we have to take from this sif is to really be super careful when traveling in Erev Shabbos to give ourselves ample time to get to our destination in order that they don't do malacha for us and especially that we don't ourselves do malacha to get there. What exactly is the shear? There is no exact shear, but one has to be very careful and therefore very um, very conservative. Sivkot and Dalit. Hani mili kishuhu. So the Mechaber said... This, uh, this restriction of not going three parsos is when you could prepare for Shabbos where you are. But if you're in a situation where you can't prepare for Shabbos, the place where you are after three parsos is a, is a situation where I can't do any chan for Shabbos. So then the, the Mechaber tells you you could travel more. Sheino makom yishuv batuach, or it's a place where it's not safe. The mita v'derech eino makom batuach. Stopping on the road is is not a safe thing to do. The chol hadrachim becheskas sakana. Everything is becheskas sakana when you're traveling. Alechein afilu yeshimot seide kedei tzarchishabes. Even if you have in the car with you enough pretzels and and uh, coke for Shabbos, muter lo lisa misham ad sheyavol makom batuach. You can still travel until you get to a place that is safe and secure. Kama parsos, you go many parsos. Mikol makom yizor shelo yis acher lovo ad somach le'erev. Just be very careful not to keep on traveling close to nightfall, like I mentioned in Sivkot and Gimel. So the the issue of traveling on erev Shabbos, we find one major concern of of Chilol Shabbos, um, and the other concern is a bitul of oneg Shabbos. We saw in the previous simon that the sheet of the riff where you can't board a ship three days prior to Shabbos, is because you're being mevatel oneg Shabbos. So that would be a problem here as well. Let's say I know along the way we could stop off at a hotel, and I'm not going to be mechal Shabbos, I could avoid that. But staying in a hotel the entire Shabbos and eating uh, chips, that's a bitul of oneg Shabbos, and that's a problem as well. Not the same level of severity, but also something that should be avoided. You could argue, though, 
the nafkamina between these two concerns, Chilo Shabbos versus Oneg Shabbos, would be the case of Devar Mitzvah. We said in Reish Memches, if you're traveling the Devar Mitzvah, then even though you will be Mavatal Oneg Shabbos, that's okay. And that's based on the rationale of Oseg the Mitzvah, Potim in a Mitzvah. However, if there's a real concern of Chilo Shabbos, obviously there's no rationale that would allow any Cheshash uh, of Chilo Shabbos. Just to run through a couple of uh, applications, Halach Lamaisa, of these principles. Whenever traveling on Erev Shabbos, although there's no exact sheer given, the, uh, the classic Eitzah is to always give yourself double the amount of time you think you need. So if usually it takes me two hours to get to my destination, you should give yourself four hours. If Shabbos is coming in at six o'clock, don't leave at four o'clock, but rather leave at two o'clock. That's a, that's a general Eitzah. If you, uh, you're in the car and you see that it's just it's getting so close to Shabbos and likely I'm not going to get there when I need to, the one thing to keep in mind is, and this is a quote I've heard many years ago, and I think it's very apropos, better late in this world than early in the next. Meaning to say, don't do anything foolish or dangerous. Don't drive at a very high speed. If you see it's getting too close, plan accordingly. Try to figure out where is the closest uh, from community. I could try to stay there. If uh, that's not feasible, I'm in the middle of nowhere, then try to do the valid hishtandlis and getting a hotel, getting enough food, getting yourself set up. Don't, don't uh, put yourself or others in a dangerous situation. Um, another issue would be, let's say you're, you're on the highway. You're in a place where it's getting right to sunset. Now, the fact that you're here at this moment means you're probably irresponsible beforehand. But what do I do now? I see the sun is setting, but uh, I can't pull over. I can't stop my car. And the answer is, of course not. Right now, you, it, it's Sakamas it's, Nefashos. It was, uh, it, was, it was my pshia, it was my negligence that I put myself in this situation. But presently, to pull over would be Sakamas Nefashos. And therefore, the Allah would be you keep on driving until you find a safe place to stop. And that's true if you're on a highway, that's true if you're in a, on a regular city street, but it's a dangerous neighborhood. For me to pull over here and get out of my car in the middle of, of this particular area, that's the kind of the and therefore the answer is keep on driving. But as soon as you get to a safe spot, you would have to pull over. And to keep in mind, you can't turn off the car. Turning off the engine is a malacha, and you'd have to keep it running. Uh, what do you do at that point? Try to find a place to stay, um, as long as it's secure. Uh, obviously, there could be other eights of a mirlaakum, of getting a taxi or an Uber. Uh, everything should be discussed, obviously, and that to ask a shayla before the situation arises. I remember getting a question from someone who was uh, very late. They were flying into Fort Lauderdale, and that was the day there was the shooting and everything was, was held up. Question is, if they're coming in right when Shabbos starts into the airport, do they have to stay in the airport the entire Shabbos? Can they get a cab? If it's Benishmashas, is there more leniency to get a cab, having a non-Jew de Malacha for us, Benishmashas? If the plane only arrives after Shabbos, how does it work with Tchum? So obviously, like we learned in the previous simon, they could be in the entire airport. Um, that, would be, that would be okay. But would they be able to, to go outside the airport? 
These are all very complex issues, and many things happen outside of our control, and we have to deal with it the best we can. But the main, uh, the main musr to take from this sif, Reish Mem Tes, Sif Aleph, is that whatever we can do, whatever is within our control, we should do our best to avoid the situations, to be mechavid Shabbos, and to, uh, to be mechavid Shabbos in the most appropriate way. We'll continue next time with Sif Base.